But joining me in the studio right now is the Northern Territory Police Association Acting President, Lisa Bayless. Good morning to you. Good morning, Katie. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Now, Lisa, what was your reaction to the Northern Territory budget yesterday from that real policing perspective? Well, look, we're actually a bit disappointed. We think that um, currently the, in the community there's a real focus on law and order issues and this budget hasn't really addressed that at all. We've we've actually seen a, a small invest further investment into the Northern Territory Police, but we know from our members they've been um, crying out saying we don't have enough police to do our job and this budget does not address that at all. And we'd seen that, hadn't we, in, the, in that survey that was conducted towards the end of last year. That was the real sense from our rank-and-file officers that there's not enough police officers to do their job or the job that's being asked of them. The community is really, you know, really grateful and respectful for the work that Territory Police do, but we want to make sure there's enough of them that they're able able to really um, to go to all those calls call outs that they're getting. Yeah, absolutely, Katie. And I, look, I, I know that our members do an incredible job with um, with the amount of resources that they have. And often, a lot of the work that's done is done on overtime. We can't just walk away mid, you know, midway through a, a crime series or a crime break. You have to actually see that see that through. So our members do an incredible amount of overtime. And then, of course, over time they they actually get fatigued from that, and we have burnout. And members book off sick. And then, of course, other people step in the gap, and they have to cover that. So we've we've seen over the last couple of years our members are saying, look, what's been asked of us by government is just not sustainable and we need more resources to do our job. So, Lisa, where does the budget fall short? Is it that operational funding? Should there have been more? Look, look, definitely. And when we had a look at the federal, the federal government, they've um, they've committed to money to, for 30 additional police in Alice Springs. We don't know what the makeup of that's going to be, whether it's going to be parleys or constables. I really hope it is constables because that's where the real need is in the community for police to to attend all jobs, not just stand in front of a bottle shop. Um, but I, I still question that that federal funding. What was the plan for the government if that funding hadn't come through? We, Alice Springs is a community, they desperately need more police, but everywhere in, in the Northern Territory, we have escalating levels of crime. It's, it's an, a massive problem um, in terms of domestic violence and violent crime in general. And we need police to be on the ground to help it. We've also seen a huge increase in um, unlawful entries, theft of motor vehicles, um, damage of property. It's just, it's not abating, it's just continuing. And then we're also seeing that real violence, you know, with things like knife crime and um, and we've spoken a lot in recent weeks about really tragic, tragic circumstances. Um, but that issue of knife crime, it, it, is, it doesn't seem to be getting any better. No, we, we have seen a change in the community of the offenders carrying weapons. I mean, we've always had weapons as being part of our, our make-up within the Northern Territory, but there has been a huge escalation of knife crime and, and other weapons. And I think predominantly normally that's been out in, in communities. We, we know from our members who've um, been attacked or seen that violence, but that's moving into other regions. And it, there is an escalation. Just general people being targeted in their own homes, it's, it's horrifying. Lisa, 19 million dollars for the police station in Pepperminati. Have we got the staff to be able to police it? Um, well, there's no detail on, on how many officers are going to be stationed there. And, and again, I, I, I was asked this question yesterday and I questioned we haven't yet had the resource review. It's something we've been calling from for a long time. The government has committed to that. We know that um, at the Coronials uh, Deputy Small Page said we need an additional 300 uh, police officers and on top of that an additional $500 million for our police budget. And that's an incredible amount of money but it actually reflects what's going on in the community. So to commit to building a $19 million police station in Pepe Minardi 
before this review is done is extraordinary. So you reckon it's like are you sort of scratching your head on that one? Well, uh, it's it's needed, but there's lots of needs in everywhere in the Northern Territory, and without with a, without a proper analysis of, of what our current and and um, existing needs are in all areas in the Northern Territory, to commit to something um, an extraordinary cost of nineteen million dollars. I understand that's the cost usually building in the communities, but without actually considering what else is needed, yep. I, I don't know if it's responsible spending of that money. Now let's talk about this three million dollars in funding to support the recommendations of the review into mental health and wellbeing support. Is that something that's welcomed? Oh, look, absolutely. We we lobbied the government for years, but we actually needed to have a health and wellbeing review. We finally got that done. Look, it's it's taken a little bit of time for the money to to, to come through, and we know that last year was a particularly difficult year for our members. Um, in in terms of the, we we had a number of suicides happen from police officers, so it's been a really difficult time for our our membership. Um, but. Again, I don't know how the, this money is going to be spent. There's no detail that's been provided to us just yet. And I'm, I'm hoping that it'll actually achieve some real outcomes for our members. Now, Lisa, um, we know that the Acting Police Commissioner, Michael Murphy, was out yesterday and said that he's considering, considering uh, Queensland-style knife crime reforms, that they could be rolled out in the Territory following a spate of that knife crime like we've spoken about. The Acting Police Commissioner said on Tuesday that police were uh, investigating whether handheld metal detectors, known as wands, could be used on Territory streets. What's the reaction been from police? Well, look, I think anything that, that's going to be... It's not just about the tools, but to the legislation to support the tools because we, it, it depends on if there's reasonable grounds or, or suspicion and um, for police to be actually to search somebody to see if they're carrying a weapon, we need to have the, the correct powers in place to ensure that we're not um, doing an un, anything unlawful. So I definitely would welcome um, more support and more tools for police to be able to use. But I think, we, again, further work would need to be done to ensure that's done properly. He's also flagged some changes to graduate deployments that they're potentially in the works that would see them stay uh, in Darwin or in, in you know different locations rather than having to undertake two years in remote areas. What's your take on that? Yeah, look, I think this is going to be welcome uh, by our members. We know that we have had a shortage of, of junior members in Darwin and unfortunately a huge um, a huge number in both Catherine and Alice Springs that are junior constables. We To have an effective police force, you need a blend of both senior and junior members because there's a lot of mentoring that goes on when you're learning the craft. So we, we welcome this change. I think it's going to be actually quite good for, for Darwin-based members, but at the same time we need to ensure that it's reciprocated properly with senior members being allocated to other areas. Lisa, before I let you go, um, I'm not sure if you've had much of an opportunity to talk to the rank and file since uh, we saw the retirement of Jamie Chalker and obviously uh, we have got Michael Murphy acting in the police commissioner's role. Um, What is the sense amongst the force at the moment? Are, Are people feeling a little bit more settled or is that still that feeling of uncertainty given that they don't know exactly who's going to be the next commissioner? Well, like I said before, it, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter who the commissioner is um, for us to do our day-to-day work. It's when we long-term decisions and implementations of strategies, which is what, you know, obviously the previous commissioner had the 2030 strategy. Um, we, we've been very happy with, um, you know, Acting Commissioner Michael Murphy. I think there's been some immediate changes within our police force. I've had members contact us and even some members that have left the police force are talking about returning. So I think is that's... Is that right? It's a real step in the in the right direction. Um, 
there is there is a change. And um, long term, I, I don't know who the next commissioner is going to be, but at this stage, we've been very happy with Acting Commissioner Murphy. So there are some officers who've already been in contact with you who have left that are saying, look, they'll look at returning That's under correct. Michael Murphy. That's correct. That's pretty unbelievable for that to happen so quickly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, um, Lisa Bayliss, it is always great to catch up with you, the Northern Territory Police Association Acting President. When will we know who the next president's going to be of the association? Um, towards the end of the month, um, we, we, it's a postal vote, so the postal ballots have gone out. Hopefully people have received theirs. I encourage all our police members listening to make sure you fill them in and get them back because it is postal. This It's snail mail. It takes a little bit of time, but it will be decided by the 24th of May. Well, uh, we will talk to you again soon, no doubt, Lisa Bayliss. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you.